This podcast is a member of the Place to Be Nation family. Visit us at placetobenation.com, the only place to be in your pop culture world. Junkies and flunkies, welcome to the NWA Saturday Special. I'm your co-host, Dr. G. All right, we're going to break it down some more NWA, the current National Wrestling Alliance. See how things are going, you know, things uh, are um, not going as quick as we'd like it to go. You know, things are, storylines are not... uh, Picking up as fast as we'd like it to, to be, but we'll see. We'll give it some time. But I can't break this down all alone. I have to bring in my co-host, and he is the podfather himself, Scott Griscolo. How you doing, Scott? Doctor, how are you? What's going on? Uh, I'm doing okay. Doing okay. Just trying to trying to hope hope, hope our shows start picking up here soon on the uh, NWA Saturday special because you know there's uh usually after pay per views. You know, it starts setting the tone for the next. Uh... Well, uh, I think you I think you're right. Of course, we are currently on the road to the Crockett Cup, which will take place on Saturday and Sunday, June 3rd and 4th from Winston-Salem, North Carolina. And the Crockett Cup's usually where a lot of good fun stuff happens. Last year, um, Cardona, Matt Cardona and uh, Nick Aldis had a fun match. Uh, obviously, both of them aren't here anymore. Um, we will have uh, a national heavyweight title match. Um, and we have some uh, qualifiers over these two shows this past week for the Crockett Cup. So we will take a look at last Saturday's NWA USA, which I think was the last one in in uh, Chicago, I think. Um, probably not. It's probably at least one week left. And then uh, we will take a look at this past Tuesday's Power and um, look ahead and see how the Crockett Cup looks. Because the Crockett Cup is a big deal for for uh, Billy. Because, Doctor, we've been talking about it, you know, the, the NWA is now trying to be self-sufficient again. Um, as I said a couple weeks ago, the last episode I was solo, I went on a rant about how the NWA pay-per-views are not part of the Fight Plus subscription, which I think is ludicrous because if Billy thinks he's going to get 25 bucks a pop or at the moment, he's out of his mind. Now, I don't know what the deal is yet for the Crockett Cup. Um, the last time I paid, we paid out of pocket for a two-day pay-per-view, I think was NWA 73. And... I think that was like 40 bucks for both nights. So like 20 bucks a night, which isn't too, too bad, but I don't understand why they're not on with the rest. I mean, GCW can't really make any, isn't making any more money than the NWA could possibly be. Yet GCW is one of the hotter, you know, independent promotions right now. And I can't see them making any more money than NWA is. So I don't know what the problem is, but the Crockett cup is one of their, you know, I don't think it was totally NWA's choice. I think, I think Fight wanted them to be on their own pay tier. But <laughs> I mean, that's a bit wrong. That's that's not a good thing. <laughs> no, I mean, I, I I don't I don't really know. You know, I know he needs some funding, and I don't know. I mean, uh, what's an NWA pay per view get? A couple thousand? Yeah, bucks? I don't even know. Right. We don't get those numbers as, you know, they're not readily available like the big right. company. But so. it's interesting because I think um, 
you know, GCW has a pretty good model, whether you like it or not, whatever. That's, you know, that's everybody has their own choice of wrestling that they like to watch. But they definitely seem to have a little bit more oomph to it. Because think about the NWA. Okay, right now they're over, uh, you know, on the Billy's tour Mm -hmm. uh, over in um, Australia, I guess. And uh, so, you know, they're going to have wrestling matches or, you know, so they're going to be wrestling in front of big crowds because of the concerts. But and maybe you'll get some new eyeballs or whatever. But in the United States, they don't uh, besides the guys, besides the guys and the girls that are wrestling on. You know, they wrestle on independence. You don't really see, you know, like he's not touring, he's not doing some house shows, he's not doing uh a tour with the guys so to really get that that following that's needed yes yes it's on youtube and everybody in the world can watch youtube but it's not um if you don't watch the shows you don't really know they exist right you're back to being free uh well nwa usa was always free they but now power which used to be in the all access tier which is now gone is back on youtube um so now I, I think they could, you know, they definitely could use a TV contract, but I just don't think he has the. I don't think. I don't think that that there's enough popularity for 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 a TV company to take a a, a shot with them right now. You're right, because they right. need to have, you know, even you know, even though you know AEW was technically a, a TV company. And obviously they have, you know, bigger stars and all that and you know, a lot of money behind it. Um, now, even they're going out on the road. You have to you have to give your audience a little bit more than just the television or what's or on, you know, uh, streaming. Right. To really gain that fan base. And I think that's what's missing. To be honest. Well. Uh, the fact that they're not moving around. Is, is a big problem. Uh, at least the Crockett Cup's going to be, you know, at a at a historically, uh, you know, popular place for for the NWA in Winston Salem, or at least in Ke- the Carolinas. Um, I, I said it before. I think the fact that they just want to keep the anniversary show in St. Louis every year is a bad idea. Um, it should travel, uh, and that's that's a problem. Um, the fact that they're keeping their fan base. In like four places is not good. If well, that's afford what, it. If you can't afford it, maybe you shouldn't own a wrestling promotion. I think, to be honest with you, uh, listen. I, you know what? I'm not gonna tell people how to run the. You know, what he has the money and all that. That that's fine. But I do like what he's doing with, um, bringing them on on the tour. Because if you're not, then th- to be honest with you, he's killing two birds with one stone. And no, he doesn't have the extra funding like a. a you know, unless he gets investors, he doesn't have the extra funding. So, all right, well, I'm on tour for my music, so I'll bring my wrestling tour. And it's kind of weird if you think about it. But um, I mean, there's some crossover. I'm assuming, you know, between Billy fans, uh, music fans, and the um, the wrestling. So maybe that'll help get some eyeballs. Maybe that'll help. I, I don't know. He, I mean, he is at least he's trying to do different things. Right. Like, it just yeah. would be nice to be able to as a fan, be able to see them a little more often than just on YouTube. Yeah. Um, yeah, no, I, I, I don't disagree with you on that. Um, but at the same time, eventually something's going to give, and I don't know how much he's paying all of this talent. Um, but I do think he's got to make some booking decisions. I think people will have some patience with Tyrus as world champion till we get to St. Louis at the end of August or whenever it is. If he if he has if he has Tyrus still world champion after the anniversary show, then I think we're in a lot of trouble. Um, but you know what? That's why we're here. We're here to call out. And to uh, not only criticize, but to celebrate when something is celebrated. That's what we do here in the Saturday special. Complete objectivity. It's true. Not like that other, those other guys and their podcast that's pretty much NWA sponsored. 
you know, they can only say what they're allowed to say. Um, so here is last Saturday's episode of NWA USA. Um, there were three matches, a couple of singles matches, a uh, women's match. Uh, La Brava Escobar beat Celeste. And Jeremiah Plunkett, who I forgot was still there, defeated uh, Salazar de la Muerte. And then we had a uh, Crockett Cup qualifying match. Magnum Muscle, which as you know is the team of Dak Draper and Mims. They won. Oh, my God. Mims won a match. Uh, they defeated the Fixer Nation, which is Matt Vine and the Fixer in 453. So Magnum Muscle, the team of Dak Draper and Mims. Uh, is the first team to qualify for the 2023 Crockett Cup. So as usual, you know, not a crazy episode, a couple of promos, but nothing too earth shattering. Now let us move ahead to this past Tuesday for season 13, really, episode three of Power. Uh, there were uh, four matches. We had two Crockett Cup qualifiers. A world women's title match, a TV title match, and a number one contenders match for the national heavyweight title. So we had some pretty important matches this past week on um, Power. Um, the first Crockett Cup qualifier, the Savages, the SVGs, the team of Blake Troop and Jax Dane, defeated Daisy Kill and Talos in 249. Talos is that big, tall dude. Um... It's a good little heel team, Dr. J. So that was a good win there. Um, we had a world women's world television title match between best friends. Kenzie Page, our champion, who currently carries around a trophy. Joe Galli kept saying a belt is currently being made. Maybe the truck bounced. <laughs> but it's kind of like when the um, remember when Mid-South introduced their TV title and Terry Taylor carried around a medal? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> They could do the whole trophy and medal thing years ago. Yeah, but um, but uh, Kenzie took on her former pretty uh, empowered tag team partner Ella Envy, and they were goofing off at first. It was a lot like um, it was a lot like that uh, that uh, European title tournament match back in '97 when Owen and Pillman were like fucking around and like faking it and everything, and then it got kind of serious afterwards. Well, same thing here. They kind of goofed off a bit, and then Ella Envy tried to steal a pin, and Kenzie got pissed, and they actually wrestled. And Kenzie Page got the win in 306. So Kenzie Page, her first title defense. And it's kind of cool, Dr. G. The Lucky Seven is in effect for this TV title, like the men's TV title. Yeah, I like that. So uh, just like the men's TV title, of course, currently held by Tom Latimer, uh, if Kenzie Page successfully defends the World Women's TV title seven times in a row, she earns a World Women's title shot so maybe kenzie page could get a future shot at camille if she wins six more uh tv title matches our next qualifying match and this one <laughs> this would make you and i laugh this is this is just typical nwa right here so mike knox and trevor murdoch took on the fixers jay bradley and uh oh, ricky and i just it's just we were you and i were watching it this is just absolutely ridiculous Mike Knox and Trevor Murdoch, who I actually don't think is a bad team, a couple of hosses. It's actually good use of Trevor Murdoch. You got to give, even even Sean Kidd has to give credit here. At least this is a good use of both these guys. Kyle Davis, and I like Kyle Davis. I mean, he's kind of milk toasty, but I like Kyle Davis. He goes, entering the ring from Trevor Murdoch and from Mike Knox. This is Knox and Murdoch. And I'm like, why didn't you just say that from the beginning? <laughs> Instead of it could have been like the fucking Texas hosses or the meaty the meaty slappers or slappy meters or whatever. It's like that's, that's a that's a really ingenious. Uh, it is. It's like Doctor G and the Podfather. They are George and Scott. It's like <laughs> we should have had our name. Like we could put our names on our asses. Come on, telling me you wouldn't want to wear. Navy blue tights with the doctor on your ass. Come on. <laughs> I mean, come on. Navy blue tights with the doctor on your ass. Come on. You want to be, like, what do you want a pod father with a big microphone on your ass? Big, yeah, I want, yeah, exactly. A microphone. <laughs> yep. It's like thump on uh on JYD's ass. So oh, um anyway, this was a this was a fun little Haas match. I enjoyed it. It was good. 
And in 611, uh, Knox and Murdoch win. So, so far we have Magnum Muscle, the Savages, and Knox and Murdoch are officially in the 2023 Crockett Cup tournament. And then our last match, and there were some a uh, couple of interviews in the middle. Silas Mason, Throwbilly Silas, and Pollo Del Mar in a head interview, and then we're going to talk about him in a minute. Uh, I love the interview. I love the byplay between Mae Valentine and Aaron Stevens after the whole wedding thing. Like, he just goes on his rants, and she just stands there totally bored. Um, uh, one of the Blunt Force Trauma wrestlers, one of the guys, will be wrestling uh, today. If you're listening to this on Saturday, later today, on today's episode of NWA USA, uh, one of them will be in action. I forgot which one. I think the Rodney Mack, whichever his name is. I forgot. Can't remember off the top of my head. But Rodney Mack, him. Uh, I think he's wrestling today in NWA USA. So the main event, which, and this is maybe, Doctor, the one kind of journey that has actually been entertaining to watch. And that is Thrill Billy Silas, who has, I mean, he looks good. He's lost weight. He's, you know, slowly but surely kind of, Moving up and moving up, and he defeated Odinson in 6:37 in a number one contenders match for the national heavyweight title. Now, here's the thing that puzzles me: at the pay per view at NWA 3:12, they had that Bob Roop or Bob Loose or whatever his name is battle royal to determine a number one contender, and and Throw Billy Silas won that too. So I'm kind of confused on why we had to have another number one contenders match. I thought that was kind of strange. But in any event, it was a fun match. And the crowd, I got to say, Dr. G, is behind Throw Billy Silas. They are. So I think this is actually maybe one of the few stories right now that's going well in in uh, in the NWA is the, the rise of Throw Billy Silas. So he defeats Odinson. So as far as I know, as far as people have been saying and Joe Galley's been saying on – broadcasts throw Billy Silas will get a shot at EC3 who is of course our current uh national heavyweight champion and that match will take place on night one of the Crockett Cup so that could be a good match I think it'd be a great match and that will be so night one so that'll be on Saturday June 3rd will be the national heavyweight title match and that was a lot of fun so so there was your episode of power for this past week again not a long one just under just about 37 minutes um Danny Deals is still pinch hitting for Velvet Sky. Um, I'm going to go to the wiki page and see um, if there's like a, if they've put together like a thing yet. Let's see, Crockett Cup. Let's take a look. Do we have a poster yet? We don't. Uh, let's see, do we have any matches officially? Uh, yep, just one. It is official. It is official that on night one, it will be EC3 and throw Billy Silas for the national heavyweight title. So that match is locked in, locked in, uh, for, um, for the croc for night one of it. So that match will take place on Saturday night at Crockett Cup. I think EC3, I think Silas, Thrillbilly Silas wins that match to become champion because I think EC3, I still say EC3 defeats, EC3 defeats Tyrus, Tom Latimer hits the lucky seven, I think he's at three now, and we go back to the EC3 Tom Latimer storyline, and then it end, and the 75th anniversary NWA show in August, Tom Latimer becomes our world's heavyweight champion, I'm telling you that's what's going to happen. It could happen, but usually what things we predict don't come true. <laughs> yeah, the things we like don't come true, and it's usually shit. So here are the teams that have been announced or have qualified for the tournament. Ricky and Kerry, the Mortons, they are in, and I have a feeling we are still going to see a Kerry Morton heel turn, Dr. Yeah. I, I, uh, I think it's needed. Yeah, I think it's needed, too. Uh, as we said, the following three, Tyrus, our world's heavyweight champion, wants to be in the tournament, and he's going to choose a partner of him, of his choosing. And then, as I mentioned, Magna Muscle, the Savages, and the team of Knox and Murdoch, they have qualified. So five teams are in. I think it's an eight-team tournament, if I'm not mistaken. I think it's an eight-team tournament. It's not a 16-team tournament. That's too many teams. 
Well, let's see. Let me go to last year. How many teams were last year? Let's take a look at that, Dr. G. Can they repeat any teams from last year? Let me look at last year's tournament. I thought it was 16 teams last year now. Uh, yeah. Here were the teams, okay, in last year's tournament. Let's see if they could let's see if they could stick around now. So you have La Rebellion, our world tag team champions. Uh, the Briscoe brothers, obviously they can't, that won't happen because Jay unfortunately passed away and Mark is in is in AEW. Doug Williams and Harry Smith, they are not around. Doug Williams, I think, is not in NWA at the moment. He probably walked out when they fired uh or when uh Nick Aldis walked out. Harry Smith's wrestling in GCW, I think. He's wrestling in some other promotion too. Uh, Strictly Business, obviously they're they're not together. They're actually both baby faces now. The OGK, Mike Bennett and Matt Taven, they could come back. They could come back if if uh, I mean Tony Khan doesn't give a shit, so they may come back. The Fixers, well they lost a match, but they might as well stick them in. Mims was with the Pope. We don't know what the hell happened to the Pope. Mims, of course, now is with Dak Draper. Yeah, I don't Aaron know Stevens and Kratos, who was replaced by the Blue Meanie. Remember that uh, fucking fiasco? Yeah. So maybe maybe uh, uh, um, uh, Aaron Stevens gets a partner. Or Kratos, I should say, gets a partner. There's Gold Rush, which was Jordan Clearwater and Marche Rocket. Well, Jordan Clearwater needs a partner, so maybe he'll get in the tournament. And Blood Force Trauma will probably be in the tournament, so that's Marche Rocket. The End. One of our old favorite teams, Odinson and Paro. I don't know where Paro went. Odinson's in singles now. Uh, Hawks Airy, they'll probably be in the tournament. The Dirty Sexy Boys. I don't know where JTG is now. Dirty Dango's in uh, Impact now. Uh, the Cardonas, Mike Knox and VSK. Well, VSK's not around, and Mike Knox is now with Murdoch. The Ill-Begotten, Alex Taylor and Rush Freeman. Well, Alex Taylor's kind of floating around, and Rush Freeman's now with Brady Pierce, and they're with, uh, you know, they're the whatever their team name is, with Rolando Freeman. And then the now, Hale Collins and Vic Dalshus. Uh, so they could probably. So there were the teams last year. Then they had, a, remember they had the four-way tournament, the four-way match on night one to determine who the number 16 seed. That was 15 teams. And, and then there was Violence is Forever, the Bad News Boys, the Rip City Shooters, and the Heat Seekers. So there was actually... Uh, 15, 19 teams in the in the total tournament, if you count the four qualifiers for the 16th seed. Now, there's still a lot of teams in, in the NWA that they can be put together. Um, hell, here's an interesting thing. I, I'm dead serious when I say this, Dr. J. Why can't Billy Corgan ask Tony Khan, can I borrow FTR? Can can the FTR can FTR be in the Crockett Cup? That would be cool. Why not? Worst things you can do is say nah. You know, I think I think FTR would do it. They love this indie shit. Yeah, I think so. so. I would do it. Why not? You know. Yeah. There's any bad blood there, so uh, yeah, see. you know, maybe borrow a couple other teams. You know, hell, ask if Jericho's around, or the fucking uh, well, one of the jet, one of the one of the young bucks is hurt. I forgot which one, so they can't wrestle. But it's like fuck it, you know, you're gonna have to sauce this tournament up. You did it last year with the Briscoes, so yeah, if they could work something out and get a couple of the big names. To throw in the tournament and may help with the buys too. Now, obviously, if you put FTR in this tournament, they'll probably have to win it because you're not going to have them job. So that might be the only drawback is if you're going to bring in FTR, they got to win. Ah, uh, you could have like a disqualification or something like that. Yeah, maybe. Um, so a lot of the teams that were in last year's tournament either can't or yeah, or can't. So that was last year's, and of course, the Briscoes won the tournament. Um now I'm looking at I'm looking at the card. Because remember last year the Crockett Cup was a long night. You had all the tag tournaments. 
In fact, if you remember, Dr. G, all of night one was the tournament. I wonder if they're going to do this again. Well, obviously not, because they've already announced that EC3 and Thrillbilly Silas will be on night one. Because remember, last year, night one was all the tags. Right. The first round matches in the quarters. Then night two had all the had the semifinals and the final, and then all the other stuff. Last year, the semifinals was the Briscoes against the Cardonas and Commonwealth. Remember the common. Remember the Commonwealth Connection upset La Rebellion. La Rebellion. And then the Briscoes won the won the tournament. Won the I'm glad. I am. I was actually now now looking back. I'm actually very happy that the that the Briscoes won the Crockett Cup. It was like the last big thing on the, on Jay Briscoe's resume. You know that they won the Crockett Cup. Yeah. Um, big things happen for a reason, right? Yep. Uh, Tyrus was the TV champion, and he beat Rodney Mack. The main event, of course, was Cardona, who was our world's champion. He beat Nick Aldis by DQ, if you remember that. Um, Jeff Jarrett was the guest ref. Remember that whole fucking mess? Um, now, now Jeff Jarrett's, like, stealing tag belts in AEW. It's a fucking ridiculous. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> um, so that, so last year's Crockett Cup, there was a lot of people in this mat, in, on this card. A lot of people. Remember, we still had... We still had uh, Anthony Mayweather was around. Remember, he was he was national champion. He beat Jack Stain, and then Jack Stain cashed in his champion last year's champion series, and he won. And then Jack Stain lost to, to uh, Scion, and of course Scion just lost to EC3. So decent little lineage there for the national title. So they had a lot of bodies last year, a lot Damn. of bodies. So I feel like there's not. <laughs> As many now, obviously, La Rebellion are still the world's tag team champions, so you could use them. But you're going to have to get a little creative with some of these other teams. So, um, yeah, it should be very interesting. I think it's going to be a good card. I'm trying to be optimistic. I think it's going to be a good card. Yeah, um, I mean, well, yeah, I enjoyed it last year. Yeah, I did too. I know we haven't done. Uh, I know we haven't done uh, a, a Twitch feed in the last couple of just schedules and stuff, but maybe we'll try to do a Twitch feed uh, that weekend for Crockett Cup. We'll try. And we definitely will try and do one for NWA 75, whenever that is, because, again, I don't know if they could – they're not going to – I don't think they could do it. Well, they, they really can't do it the last weekend in August because um, the last Sunday in August is all in. AEW's huge pay-per-view from Wembley. So I don't think they're going to do that. So maybe they'll do Labor Day weekend, you know? Yeah, they could. You would enjoy that because we could do the Sunday night and then you don't have to work the next day. I know that's always a thing for you. So um, I'm trying, I think, I think this Crockett Cup will be good. I feel like they, they, they promote it well. I think they'll get, a good crowd in Winston-Salem because it looks like it's a lo- what's the name of the place? Uh, they have not announced a building yet, but so I'm trying to be optimistic, Doctor G. I, I like to think that I like to think we're we're gonna we still still a lot of talent. I like the mid card. I I I actually Kerry Morton is growing on me as junior heavyweight champion. Although I think I like him better as a heel. Um. You know how I feel about La Rebellion. I love them. Camille speaks for herself. She's greatest. She's the hardest working champion in that promotion right now. Honestly, the only champion that aggravates me is is Tyrus. I don't even care. I mean, really, he's the only one that 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 I think is dragging things down. And it's got nothing to do with him and being on Fox and like kind of crap. Although maybe he'll replace Tucker Carlson. Who knows? Um, (laughs) Maybe he'll take that job and he'd have to retire from wrestling. Um, uh, I do think he needs to move on. I think I do think the NWA needs to move on and 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 get a younger champion. But that's what I think happens. I think EC3 will lose at the Crockett Cup to Thrillbilly Silas to transition the national title off him. At some point in the next month, I think EC3 beats Tyrus to become the world's heavyweight champion. Tom Latimer, I think maybe at a, like a big show in July, Tom Latimer will be at his seventh TV title match. 
and he'll already announce that I'm already announcing that if I hit this seventh title match, I am already announcing that I'm that I'm forfeiting the TV title and I'm going after EC3 and the World's Heavyweight Championship. So you already pump up the fact. Just hire us, Billy. We're just better at this than you. And Pat Kenny. Sorry, Simon Diamond, but you suck at this job too. I think that that's what's got to happen. EC3 beats Tyrus to become world's heavyweight champion after you transition the national well, I, title I on to Tyrus is going to lose the belt soon. You what? I think Tyrus is going to lose the belt soon. I do too. I think he's going to lose it to EC3. Uh, probably not at the Crockett Cup because it sounds like Tyrus is going to be on a team. So maybe whenever they have one of their big like show shows in maybe like early July or mid-July, I think he loses the title to EC3. Meanwhile, Tom Latimer is collecting TV title, successful TV title defenses. And on that same night is his seventh title defense against whoever. And he already announces, if I win this match, I'm already telling Billy Corgan, I am cashing in the TV title and I want my shot at EC3 at NWA 75 for the World's Heavyweight Championship. Just lay it out on the table. And that way, EC3, Black G's, and then they could try to interfere and da-da-da. And Latimer gets the win. He, he that night, I mean, he could even do it that night. He could announce, he could, he could ask Billy to come in the ring. He hands over the world's television title. And then, bingo. I know you hate tournaments, but maybe, instead of a tournament doctor... Maybe you do a one-night battle royal with the seven guys that Tom Latimer beat. And you do a one-night seven-guy battle royal to determine the new TV champion. You don't have to do a tournament. Not everything has to be a tournament. I know you hate tournaments. I love tournaments. But you don't well, do a tournament all the time. You know what? I don't like tournaments that just for the sake of having tournaments all the time. You know, like... No, I agree. Once in a while tournaments thing are great storyline creators. Totally. Mm. It's like the Royal Rumble. But, it, but that's what I think they would do. And then at NWA 75, you lay it out there, EC3 versus Tom Latimer. They've got a ready-made storyline. They've got the chemistry. And Tom Latimer walks out of St. Louis, the world's heavyweight champion. And then I think you will see some people. I think you'll see some crowds, some buzz again. That's what I think. That's what they should do. It's pretty easy. Cut and dry. Tyrus needs to, to, to relax, amp down his wrestling, and write another book and, you know, take Tucker Carlson's show. I don't know. Whatever. You know. Yeah, now. Isn't that weird, though? Tucker Carlson and Don, and, and Don Lemon both get bounced on the same day. Isn't that crazy? Yeah, it's TV news. All wow. Wild, right? The Tucker Carlson thing must have been money. Because he was making killer uh, Don Lemon's Don Lemon's a scumbag, but Tucker Carlson, who's also put his. Oh, uh, I guess he got uh, accused by somebody for being, you know, uh, uh, abusive or whatever. What do you mean abusive? Like you know, in like the a office jerk backstage kind of thing. Yeah, you know, like now well, Bill O'Reilly was too. A hostile anyway. environment, I guess. Don't oh, choose. Yeah, I don't know. Okay. Um, so anyway, it's got nothing to do with what we're talking about. Uh, the point is that you're just trying to get Tyrus a new job. That's what you're trying. Exactly. To we got to get Tyrus a new job. He's been a great. He's been a good wrestler, decent character throughout his career. Time to move on. Start building up the young guys, and start building up different guys and creating stars. That's what you got to do, Billy. Create stars, and that's how you do it. EC3 drops the te- drops the national title at the Crockett Cup to throw Billy Silas. EC3 somehow gets a title match with Tyrus, maybe at the Crockett Cup later that night. Maybe something happens in night one and he gets a title shot night two. I don't know. Or you do one of those tried and true shows or some kind of like special live live or something um, in like mid July. EC3 wins the world's heavyweight title. From Tyrus. Meanwhile, Tom Latimer hit gets to his seventh TV title defense. He announces to Billy, if I win this match, I'm already letting you know. 
I'm handing you this title and I'm going after EC or EC3. And then that match, you get interference and and they and you know Black G's and the whole crew, the 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 control your narrative guys or whatever, to try to stop Tom Latimer. But he gets the successful title defense. He hands the TV title over to Billy and says, "I'm cashing it in." And in St. Louis at NWA 75, I'm going to defeat EC3, finally shake the bugaboo, and become world's heavyweight champion. And then you maybe you take, like I said, maybe you take the seven guys that Tom Latimer beat and put them in on like a one-match battle royal kind of thing or a gauntlet or some shit to determine a new TV champion. Now, I know eventually that starts getting annoying where, you know, every TV champion gets seven and then we have another tournament. It doesn't happen every time. It doesn't have to happen every time. Um, as a matter of fact, I almost feel like the TV title has greater value than the national heavyweight title in that aspect. Uh, I feel like it, that that title gets talked about more. Correct. The well, because they get to use, because they also get to use the cool, the cool TV title belt because it's, you know, it's fucking cool. <laughs> um, so that's 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 what I think they need to do. That's my that's my storyline booking between now and whenever NWA 75 is because it, it can't be the last weekend in August because AEW is going to try and pack 70,000 at, at uh, the new Wembley, which if CM Punk's not there, they won't do. I think, I think Tony Khan, I was talking about, we were talking about this with, uh, I was talking about this with Steve uh, this past week's uh, brand new episode of uh, Place Me Nation's main event. Please check it out. Steve Willie and I had a nice little rap session. I've gotten to talk to my guys just one-on-one the last two episodes. It was just Nate and I two weeks ago, and it was just Steve and I this week. And we talked about some stuff, and and um, we talked about how many, um, how much, what would be the, the, the capacity that Tony Khan would be happy with at All In. And I think he'd be happy with, you know, 45,000. You know, it's like an 80,000 seat place. He ain't going to fit all 80. That ain't happening. This isn't WrestleMania. But if he gets 45,000, I think he's, I think, uh, I think that's a success for him. I do. Yes, definitely. So, um, while I have you, while we're here now, time for a little, little rap session to wrap the show up. Um, curious your thoughts on a few things, doctor. Uh, three main WWE topics that I wanted to talk to you about that uh, Steve and I talked about this past week on main event. Number one, uh, as we know, this past Monday on Raw, Triple H introduced a new uh, return. He, he brought back the world the World Heavyweight Championship. Of course, the belt looks a little different because I got to brand it because it's you know it's all about branding, and it's going to be a Raw title strictly for Raw. Um. What are your thoughts on that? Because technically, we now have three world championship belts. Because they have not... Roman Reigns is still carrying two belts. The WWE title and the Universal title. They just mushed the two things together to give them one... one, You know, naming continuity or whatever. But technically, he's still holding two belts. So. What are your thoughts on, on adding this belt? And now... Uh, spoiler, that belt is strictly for Raw, and guess who the first two picks of the draft were since this last night? I don't know who was it. Roman Reigns and the Bloodline are all staying on SmackDown, and guess who was the first pick on for Raw? Cody. Cody Rhodes. What does that tell you? Yep. Um, what are your thoughts on adding this belt? Well, I, I, you know, I'm I'm old school. I like the one world champion for a company, but um, it sounded like, from what I understand, the, the networks wanted didn't like the fact that you know they didn't have a champion that was always on their show. Correct. So I think they were kind of forced for TV purposes to do it. Uh, I like the way the new belt looks. So, I do too. For, as the belt belt junkie, um, and I think this was a way kind of to probably get Cody to be the champion um, without having Roman lose. Mm-hmm. 
you know, I don't really have much to say about it. The fact that the only thing I could say is, is that um, I like just having one champion for the company, but I do like they're using the word world champion, you know? Yes. But I agree. What's, is the SmackDown belt going to be the universal championship? Is that- yeah. Meanwhile, but the problem is, is Roman's still holding both the universal belt and the WWE title belt. It's still two separate belts, but they kind of nomenclatured to make up a word. Well, that is a word, but I'm probably using it wrong. But that's fine. That's one of my charms. Uh, the two belts together. So I don't know. We'll keep an eye on that. The second topic we talked about was, of course, the the big story off air on Raw, and that was CM Punk visiting backstage. He apparently cleared the air with the Miz. He had a couple of minutes to chat with the the Trips, and then he had to leave. Which he apparently was cool with. What are your thoughts on him visiting? He's because he's it's pretty. It's obviously he's an AEW employee. It has been announced that he'll be returning to to TV at the United Center in Chicago in June. He's got to be at uh, All In because if you're going to bring forty something thousand to Wembley, it's got to have Triple H. A uh, Triple H. It's got to have CM Punk. So. What are your thoughts on Punk visiting backstage, knowing that was going to get out? Do you have any opinion on that? Um, you know, CM Punk is is very good at getting publicity one way or another. I mean, um, I mean, I I don't know what his intentions were. Obviously, he tried to maybe patch things up with people. I don't know if he's just having a change of heart or he's trying to, you know, right do the right thing, but. Um, it definitely gets everybody talking. Does that? I don't even know if you're Tony Khan, if you really get upset by that, it's almost kind of like publicizing for him because he's technically an AEW employee. So I don't know. I, 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 you know, CM Punk is just a weird guy. You know, one minute he, he hates everybody. The next minute now he's trying to, you know, help. it's funny. That's exactly the same thing Steve Willie said. He goes, he's just so strange. So strange guy. But I, I do think that, you know, um, any pub, uh, you know, any kind of publicity is better than no publicity. Right. That's I true. don't necessarily a bad thing. Yeah, it gets the rumor started. Oh, does CM Punk want to go back to WWE or whatever? But it, it didn't sound like he even had those kind of discussions. And right. they wanted him out of there. So he left. And he didn't cause a scene, you know, so he did do the right thing in that aspect. He didn't cause a scene there. Um, I mean, when you're working under contract for another country company, I understand that there was, you know, a fractured relationship there for a while. I do think you should stay out of the other person's locker room, my personal opinion. Right. You know, you want to see people outside the place, whatever, they can't tell you what to do there, but. You're in somebody else's territory, you know? I mean, that would have been like a WCW guy coming to a WWF, you know? Not that this is a war. I mean, this is not like the war of the back in the 90s, but... Right. It's two companies that evidently don't totally care for each other. It's somewhat competition. Just stay in your own backyard. Right. Um... The other thing, uh, we're going to talk about the draft in a minute, but the other thing that uh, that doc, that uh, Steve and I talked about, did you hear about this lawsuit that's being, let's see if I can find it. Uh, uh, i got to find the picture of Vince. Here it is. There was a law, there's a lawsuit being filed by a former creative writer for offensive storyline pitches. Um, I won't go through the whole. Story. If you want to hear the whole the whole story, uh, take a listen to main event. But it, but the 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 cliff notes is, uh, Brittany Abrahams, former creative writer, filing a lawsuit against Vince, Stephanie, and a bunch of other people, but not Triple H. She's a black female. Um, she objected to multiple instances of offensively racist and stereotypical jargon used in scripts for WWE segments. Um, here are some examples. Um, she didn't like Apollo Crews using the exaggerated Nigerian accent. I don't know if you remember that when he was Intercontinental Champion. Um, there was some lines that Bianca Belair was not crazy about saying in some of her promos. Um, let's see. Um, 
Offensive go home three times. Stereotypes viewers. Um, oh, this is one of the worst ones, too. Manzoor, Mansoor, who's one of the Indian wrestlers or Indian Middle Eastern wrestlers. Apparently, there was going to be a storyline where he was going to be revealed as the guy behind the 9-11 attacks. Oh, jeez. I mean, I hope that's not true. <laughs> oh, it's definitely. I mean, I, I'm sure it is. Because some of these, it, it doesn't, it wouldn't, none of this would surprise me. The weird thing about this is this woman uh, wants, to, wants to go back into the company as part of her, what she's asking for besides the damages and the judgment, all this other stuff. She wants her job back. <laughs> okay. So which I find, which is, which even Steve found odd, which is why I think Triple H is not in the lawsuit. Now, you have to remember too, and I just thought of this now, and then I, I think I remembered it last night. Or the other night when I was when we were doing the show, Triple H was not on the writing team in 2020, and this is this was during 2020 and 2021 during the beginning of the pandemic. He was not writing for for the big shows. He was still down making NXT great, so I don't think he was part of this. That's why he's not in the lawsuit. But I also think it's because she wants a job, and if she doesn't piss Triple H off, then maybe down the line when Snidely Whiplash McMahon croaks or whatever, um, uh, you know. He'll I, still have a job. Those are the type of things. Let that be played out in court. I, I you know, I definitely, I, some of that stuff wouldn't surprise me, but some of it's like, okay, is somebody going after the company because they lost their job? You know, like, well, she got fired. Apparently the, the, the lawsuit indicates that, that after she complained, she was let go for taking a commemorative chair from WrestleMania last year in Dallas, which apparently if there's an overflow of chairs and people don't take them, they're, they're fair game. So that that's that too. Again, I don't know either, but the whole point. I still find. Listen, does it would it surprise me that? And I said this to, with Steve. Would it surprise me if these storylines were ideas were true? Yes. I mean, no, it wouldn't surprise me. Knowing some of the dipshits in that place, no, wouldn't surprise me. Do I find it peculiar that she actually this woman actually wants her job back? A little, but you're right. I think we just got to let this play out. But I thought it was fascinating. The other problem is. The other thing we have to take into account now, Dr. G, is that Vince is not the king of the castle anymore. He's got to answer to Mr. Emanuel, the boss at Endeavor. So now all this WWE dirty laundry, somebody else has to wash now. They don't have to wash it themselves their own special way. So hmm. I have to take that into account, too. Anyway, we were, Steve and I talked about that. I was curious your thoughts on it. Well, and it definitely, you know, I like I like to see how it all plays out. Yeah, but it wouldn't surprise me. But I still find it odd she wants a job. It's a double edged sword. Yeah, or some or her accusations it, valid, probably. But the fact she wants to go back and work there that would be odd. You're suing yeah, them, and I still go back and work there. That's odd to me. That's very strange. But in any event, that's it for this week's show. I hope everybody enjoyed it. Thank you. It's always a pleasure. We love doing this show. I know we bust stones on the NWA, but we do love doing it, and we thank you. We had a great week uh, here at the PTB Wrestling Network. We had a new episode of Main Event, new episode of Nation Invasion with Mr. Groomberg, new episode of With This Ring, and a place we podcast earlier this week as well. Uh, we've got some great stuff coming up this coming week also. Um, you can follow the doctor on Twitter at DrGPTB. You can follow me on Twitter at Scott C. Podfather. But please follow the brand on Twitter at PTBN Wrestling. We always do the wrestling time travel where every day I go back in time to uh, what big shows from the big promotions happened on this date. I think today, well, let's see, today is the 29th. I think there were a couple of, a couple of backlashes and something else. Maybe like a weekly TNA show, things like that. But I think it's cool to go back in time. So check that out. And we also post the shows. Check out our Discord. Also, obviously, go to our Facebook pages, both the Place to Be Nation page and the Place to Be group. We have a lot of fun there. Doctor, always a pleasure. Have yes. a good week. Talk to you next week. Uh, everybody, have a wonderful weekend. We will talk to you next Saturday morning as the build of the Crockett Cup continues. Enjoy. I'm Scott. He's the doctor. You're not. Yeah.